Radio MD. RadioMD.com. The world's preeminent talk radio portal. All about your health. And now here's Melanie Cole, MS, host of Staying Well. What if everything you thought you knew about nutrition for health and weight loss turned out to be wrong? What if doing the opposite of what you've been taught actually makes significant changes in your weight and health? Well, we're going to see about that. My guest today is Dr. Larry Caskell. He's the medical director of Northwestern Wellness Center in Libertyville, Illinois. Welcome to the show, Dr. Caskell. So, you know, all our lives we've been told fats are bad for us. You know, there's been the Atkins diet. There's been all of these things going on. People have heard about the different types of fat. Explain about fats for us, if you will, to begin, to give people a working knowledge of what fats do in our body. I am happy to try, Melanie, and thank you for having me on the show. Uh, First, I'd like to start with the word fat. I think uh, it has a bad rap just because of its name, and we should do something about renaming it. People hear the word fat, and they think they instantly get fat. And you do not get fat from eating fat. You get fat from eating carbohydrates. And so to go into the different types of fats, there are mostly uh, basically saturated fats, uh, polyunsaturated fats, monounsaturated fats, trans fats. I am here today to tell you that the biggest lie that we've been told for the last 60 years is that saturated fats are bad for us, they cause heart disease, and they cause all these metabolic problems. And I believe that is one of the biggest lies that has ever been propagated upon the American public. Um, there, I'm going to digress a little bit and just tell you that there was a gentleman named Joseph Goebbels, and he was the minister of public enlightenment and propaganda for the Nazi party. And he said, if you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. And that lie, again, is that saturated fat and cholesterol cause heart disease. That has never been proven. It was on a hypothesis that was accepted 60 years ago, and it was accepted by our government. It was accepted by the American Heart Association with no clinical trials, no proof. It was just one man's theory named Ansel Keys. And he was able to convince our government and us the last 60 years, so my entire life, that saturated fat is bad for us. And saturated fat is the things that we all enjoy eating. They come from animal products, from bacon that you mentioned earlier. Bacon is not the enemy. Uh, Meat is not the enemy. Dairy is not the enemy. There are populations around the world whose entire diet consists mostly of saturated fat, and they do not get heart disease. They do not get diabetes. They do not get the chronic diseases we get. So I am here now, trying Dr. to... Now, Dr. Caskell, I'm going Go to jump in here because I am in part agree with you because I know some people, Dr. Sinatra, Dr. Bowden, you know, people who are saying cholesterol certainly is not the enemy, that it's inflammation causing heart disease, you know, that it's not cholesterol problems, these kinds of things, and that we're meant to be meat eaters. And I agree with all of that. My question is, when we talk about fats versus carbohydrates, our bodies need carbohydrates. So are you looking at all sugars, white sugars, processed sugars, or are you talking vegetables? 
I'm going to humbly disagree with you. The human requirement for carbohydrate is zero. There is no minimum daily requirement for carbohydrate at all. What about our brain and spinal cords? Our brain and spinal cords will use ketones that are made from the protein and the fats that we take into our body. So they like a little carbohydrate, but we do not need any. So the 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 thought that we need to have carbohydrates, I believe, is false and has still been propagated. And we're slowly coming around to accept that we definitely need less carbohydrates than we're getting. But people think that it is a staple and that we need carbohydrate. And the human body has zero requirement for carbohydrate. We need fat. We need protein. We get a little carbohydrate. It is virtually impossible to avoid carbohydrates. You're going to get them from vegetables, and I would say those would be the healthiest place for you to get your carbohydrates, but you don't need them anywhere else. Okay, and I I agree about the breads and... No, you didn't, because, you know, I've I've done so many shows on various, you know, things that people say about different theories, different ways. Now, what do you say is the reason for it working? If we were to eat fats, if we were to eat protein, if Mm -hmm. we were to eat all of these meats and things, and where's the fiber coming from then? So here's here's the answer. The reason we get fat is because of a hormone called insulin. When you eat carbohydrates, your body releases insulin. Insulin tells your body to store that energy that's coming in as fat. You don't really burn it. You store it as fat. Anytime you have an insulin release, you're going to create fat. What causes insulin release? The intake of carbohydrates. You can eat as much fat as you want, as much protein as you want. You will not release the insulin. You will not get fat. I treat Can you build up too many ketones? Can you build up too many ketones and, and have that sort of acid effect in your body that could become not pleasant? So people confuse the terms ketosis and diabetic ketoacidosis, and they are very different terms. And they sound alike, so people are scared when they hear ketosis. You can live in a state of ketosis quite well. You can be an optimal marathon runner living in a state of ketosis. There have been books written by biochemists about living in a state of ketosis. It is not dangerous. What is dangerous is when you are a diabetic and you have something called diabetic ketoacidosis, which is a completely different animal completely. So we have to separate them. Ketosis is fine. Diabetic ketoacidosis, not fine. And acidosis, they are completely two different things. So you're saying we can live in a state of ketosis. And then, again, I ask, so where is the fiber? If we're eating meats and we're eating proteins, what are you considering the good ones to eat? Can we eat nuts? They have plenty of protein and they have fiber. What is it you want us to eat, Dr. Caskell? Give us a little bit of a day. I want you to eat what your grandparents ate, what their great-grandparents ate. I want, them, I want you to wake up in the morning, and I want you to have for breakfast what was readily available uh, for thousands of years, which would be basically eggs and bacon, not oatmeal. Oatmeal is not a health food. Oatmeal has paid the American Heart Association thousands of dollars to get recognized as a heart-healthy food. 
but there's nothing heart healthy about a substance that raises insulin levels and causes the deposition of fat. So here's what I want you to eat. Because we only have a minute left, Dr. Caskell. We only have a minute left. Wow, time goes fast. I want you to eat eggs and bacon for breakfast or any other sort of protein source. Stay away from cereals, breads, cupcakes. There is no healthy cereal out there. Cereal is not a health food and should not start your day because you're basically starting the day with an insulin release, telling your body to store the energy as fat. Throughout the day, same thing goes for lunch and dinner. Protein, fats, meats, a few veggies, you can have an occasional piece of fruit, but you don't need fruit at every meal and you don't need it every day. And orange juice is just pure sugar that's going to be once again releasing insulin and causing you to be fat. It's going to well, take now I'm going to have to wrap it up for us. And these menus and recipes, I'm sh- your book is called Dr. Caskell's Living and Wellness, Make Food Thy Medicine. And can we find that at Amazon, Dr. Caskell? can, but lastly, uh, a better book than my book that explains it more scientifically would be The Big Fat Surprise by Nina Teicholtz, and you should definitely try and interview her because she did the work 10 years of researching this. Well, thank you so much for listening to Radio MD. If you missed any of the great information, you can listen anytime, on demand, or on the go. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well. <laughs>